and Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Okay, I had to get really close to the mic because I for- almost forgot to turn off. So I'm going to say, hi, Maureen, one more time. So I'm not like, hey, guys, welcome to our ASMR channel. Um, <laughs> you know, this is a podcast. This isn't. This is a podcast. I mean, I guess podcasting is just talking. Basically, I'm t- hi, I'm talking into your ear right now. You, listener, yes, you. I mean specifically you. You and I are having this conversation, and Maureen is here, too. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> He's going to ignore me the whole time and talk to your other friends. I forget sometimes that people listen to this, and it's not just you and I talking <laughs> to each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, what happened to me the other day? So I'm, um, you know, I work at a deli, uh, slicing, slicing meat. Yeah, she's the meat for lady. people. She's the meat connoisseur. Yeah, I'm the deli queen. Is there like a name for it? Like I know, like cheesemonger is a word. Is there like a professional title for you? I wish. I guess I'm kind of like a meat monger. No, there is no professional I don't think title. Meat, I don't like meat monger. I don't care if it is a real title. Yeah. I don't like it. Cheesemonger is funny. It makes it me think of like real. quirky. Haha! This is like a funny musical. Meatmonger sounds like you're a cannibal. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what, no, what, no. So um, what about your deli job? So you know, like people come and they ask for meat, and I'm like, okay, which meat do you want? Okay, so this woman comes up. Uh huh. Woman comes up to my deli. I'm guessing and she wants, she wants meat. half a. Yes, she wants turkey. She wants half a pound of turkey. Okay, that's a that's a and I ask that's a respectable amount of turkey. Yeah, no, that's a good amount. That's a good amount of turkey. And I ask my usual question, well, how would you like that sliced? You know, some people just, like, don't really care, just want, like, a standard slice. Some people want it thin. Some people want it shaved. Some people want it thick. Some people want, like, a slab. Yeah, like, I like like a real thin slice. Mm -hmm. I like a real thin slice of turkey. But, um, so I asked this lady, how would you like it sliced? And she looks at me and goes, thin. But not too thin. It's for my cat. I, okay. You know what? I feel like this, this was a quest given to you by the gods. Like, they were like, we know someone who can answer this question. Like, I, because I know exactly the thickness she means. Like, thin, but not too thin, because it is for a cat. (laughs) What's too thin for a cat? Well, if it's too thin, I actually don't really see the problem because I feel like you're going to tear it up anyway. Right? Like, I feel like the problem is, is, she is said it too like it thick. meant something. <laughs> okay, now I understand the confusion because I'm realizing if she had said thick and then she said, but not too thick, it's for a cat. That would make more sense because they don't have the same sort of chompers we do. They can't. Yeah. But, but thin... Th- Maybe she not meant, too like, thin, not too thin where they go goblin at it and it, they just bite their tongue. Like, is there, is there a meat do thickness that. that I feel like my cat could bite his tongue. Maybe her cat's a dummy okay, like yeah, mine. Yeah, but you have a very special boy. Yeah, you have a smart, you have a cat who is intelligent. Amira has her moments. Some she Yes, but oh, she I feel like a lot does. of her times, like, I feel like Amira just forgets. Like where she is, <laughs> that's her problem. 
she she can be a dummy, but she's also a mighty huntress. Yeah. So like she knows that. I mean, what what are the top? Very good at killing. Her top stupid things are things any any like twenty something would do. Fall out of a two story window. (laughs) We've all been there. Pee outside of the toilet. Oh gosh, I could tell you. But I mean, (laughs) like I but but it's not like Hobbit. Every time you look at him and you just hear elevator music. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like Hobbit, it's like. Oh, buddy. Oh, man. There's not a there's not a thing going. There's not a single synapse firing in there, is there? <laughs> Good thing we found you, because your mom maybe saw that in you and was like, "Oh, bye, buddy. Your eyes just opened, and I can see." <laughs> no. Well, yeah. So we may never know what what is too thin for a cat. We may never know. Maybe we'll I mean, maybe maybe when she comes back, you could ask her. Was it was it? Uh, no, yeah, no, I don't just like ask her, like, like, well, just wait for a woman who looks like she owns cats and orders half a pound of turkey. You just gotta like, or oh, 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 can you set up a tip jar voting thing and be like, hey, how thick? What's the ideal turkey thickness for your cat? Yeah, and then like you have it going up by increments. <laughs> I don't know. And then people put a quarter. For in. my cat, it's just whatever's on my sandwich. Yeah. Then she'll come and take a bite. Yeah, Hobbit says whatever I'm eating that is a, a he's a bread feed, but I'm a bread feed. But I'm like, you can't eat bread. He's, I'm like, here, you want banana? You can have ban- a little bit of banana. Your brother loves banana. And he's like, ah, no. I'm like, okay, what about this hard-boiled egg? Your brother likes hard-boiled eggs. So much so that we've accidentally trained KK that if you crack an egg in the vicinity, he comes running running the other day i was making a cake oh he came running and i was like you super can't have this egg <laughs> every morning this egg is not for boy like not i guess this may be gross to some people but every day i eat, I eat two hard-boiled eggs and it's a good breakfast and yeah i mean my girlfriend can make a perfect fried egg oh yeah like a magician so i have that going for me anyway so, well anyways the people, the people come and get this meat that I have to slice. At, it's expensive. It's like ten ninety nine a pound at least. Oh, I thought the story when was you over. you could go get. I'm just saying, these spoiled animals. Like people come and get. Like, just if I was getting, if I was getting lunch meat from for my cat, I'd go to the prepackaged stuff. Listen, nothing's, nothing's too good for her baby. Are we going to judge this lady? Yeah. Are, are we are we two women who have a dedicated cat podcast going to judge this woman for getting some uh delicacy cut meat for her baby? No. I hope I hope one day I can be successful enough to get this for my cat. That's the goal. Maybe maybe she like has tried the package stuff. And That's the catch is sometimes cats can be picky. Yeah. Well, one day, one day, I hope to be successful enough. Maybe it's to get a my Dewey cat the, the library cat meat. situation where he'll only eat like a Big Mac. Was that it? I don't know. Anyway, well, yeah. did you read anything? I didn't. I did. I did start. I've been. I've been. Oh. I know. Since you said you wouldn't, I wanted to make sure I, I had to. 
it's okay. That's the it's the push and pull. It's what makes us equal. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, One of us read something. So I read. Um, I started reading. Uh, March. Uh, you guys know I've read the first oh. and the second book, and this is March three. Um, the graphic novel by uh John Lewis, the late John Lewis, rest in peace. Um, Andrew, uh, Andrew Aiden and Nate Powell. So it is a uh biography slash historical um retelling or basically telling of the uh civil rights movements in the 1960s and onwards um but told by john lewis who um, was a senator and a long time advocate for civil rights um and this one is right after um it, it starts off with the um uh the, the bombing in Birmingham that uh, killed those little girls. Mm. So it's, um, it's, it's some tough subject matter, but if you are from the U.S. or just interested in history or civil rights at all, it's a definitely must-read. I believe all three books are in one um, volume now, if you want. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, I, got, I ended up, I already started collecting the first book, so um, I just ended up getting all three but it's nice. they're good. Nate Powell does a great job as an illustrator, so mm-hmm. or as a comic artist throughout the whole thing. So, um, yeah, that's what yeah, that's. I'm I not mean, done with it yet. I but it's good so far. I love I love I love the um, important history as graphic novels. Yeah, I honestly think I, it. I love it. I honestly think... It makes it more accessible, I think. Yeah, Yes, that's always been my take, is graphic novels and comics make uh, learning more accessible for people. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think it is one of the historical uh, fiction and nonfiction um, benefits from being adapted into a graphic novel. Yeah, I mean, because you got the visual, you've got the... It, it's just very good. Especially very if good. you can get it from a first-hand account like this one is. Um, oh, yeah. Like, he's literally like, and there's Dr. Martin Luther King and this important person and this important person that he literally knew he was friends with throughout them. Yeah. It's like, I knew these three kids before they went missing. Like, yeah. it's yeah. It, it covers some very dark stuff. Of course, Ella has it linked to story graphs. You can check out the uh, warnings before you venture into it. But, you know... It is a historical book, so I do believe it covers some important stuff. And I would say Nate Powell does a good job representing the truth of the violence that was faced without it being, like, uh, like, he's not taking, yeah, he's not, it's not, like, yeah, pornographically violent, you know? It's not like he's enjoying it. He's showing, like, yeah, it's not gore. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's reality. Anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, especially the part with the, the girls that died in the Birmingham bombing. It was very respectful to not only um, the girls, but also the families that went through that, you know. Um, did a good job humanizing the reality of the situation. Literally, it was a church. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Should we do our silly cat podcast now? Yeah, let's do our silly cat things. Um, <laughs> because I'm Amber Hart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.
finished our real estate we we found everyone's new homes we did the um love it yeah. or list it we decided to love yes. it <laughs> do you okay do you watch we've loved it four times yes do like i do I lo- i'm whenever we're up at our cabin in the su- in the summer uh if the tv's on if it's early in the morning it is either antique roadshow and if it's the af- end of the afternoon, it's either Naked and Afraid or Love It and List It. Like, those are the only programs we watch besides movies. I am really upset that, like, HGTV has pulled, like, all their stuff off of streaming services. Yes. So they can do their own I thing. I know. Um, very sad because now I have to settle for, um, settle, which I say I enjoy thoroughly this Australian show, Escape from the City. Oh, where they go going and find into the what lovely they, country homes. What do they call the wilderness? The outback. Yeah. Okay. The outback. Yeah. So country living, and they go and they look at some real nice dicks. Stop. I'm gonna be honest. If I lived in, and Aust- we have a great time. If I lived in Australia, it could not get me out there. I, <laughs> I, I like struggle to be like, like I work I mean, with Australian customers. It's and not like, You guys city. will have to visit us, and I'm like. Listen, Australia is honestly on my, like, no-go list because you guys got too big of bugs. I know we have big bugs here, but you guys got a lot of big bugs. Your spiders are a little too big. And I feel like if I saw a kangaroo, I would just think it's a cryptid. Like, something about kangaroos just, like, slipped into the uncanny valley. Like, like monkeys, I see, like, the, like, humanness. Orangutans are a little creepy. Not baby orangutans. Like some monkeys and definitely kangaroos and some marsupials. I'm just like, you don't. If I if I was like a someone from the 1500s, I would I would put you down as an abomination of God. <laughs> like, <laughs> speaking of abominations of God, oh right, Rambleclaw. <laughs> <laughs> He's done speaking on the stump. He was on the stump. Remember, he was telling people. Oh, right. He had things. a taste of responsibility, and now it's gonna. We're, we guys get ready. We're we're on the we're on the character arc, and by that meet we mean uh the character downward spiral of Brambleclaw. Um, yep. I'm really not excited because I get know a lot you've worse mentioned before it gets that better. it just like doesn't get good with him. So I guess I have to find another himbo boy to love, because. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't like being frustrated with main... Like, ah, that's not true. I don't mind being frustrated with characters, like main characters, but I I usually prefer it when you know their heart's in the right place. Uh, This situation, I don't think his heart or his mind is in the right place. I think he's just stupid. Next arc, we get a pretty good himbo. Okay. He also kind of frustrates me, but not to this extent. Okay. Well... Let's go be angry because our girlfriend doesn't understand that our brother, if you say anything mean about my half-brother I've never even spoken to until today, um, you're <laughs> saying something mean about me. Even though she literally said it's not about she you. She basically implied, but whatever. We need to have conflict. 
Um, but actually, good news, we're actually with our gal now. Yeah, we're and we're an adult. Like, there's so much opportunity for conflict. We decided an internal conflict was the way to go. Relationship conflict? Yeah. It couldn't be that, like, oh, both of them are so busy with their, like, new roles now that they're both warriors and they're in a new place and trying to establish themselves um, that they just don't get to see each other and misunderstandings arise that way. Instead, it's you think my half-brother, who, once again, I'd like to emphasize, I've barely spoken to, is kind of a jerk, which means you think I'm a jerk. Which is, you know, And she's like, that's not at all what I think, and he's like, you think that... Jumping to conclusions is one thing. This is more than that. This is paragliding into uh, hell. Oh, yeah. he Yeah, just wait. I know. All right. But we're with Leafpaw, and Leafpaw's looking for her sister. Yay. And so she asks Sorrel Tail if she's seen her, but she, she shakes her she's head. She's like, I sense my sister's being upset by a boy. Well, Leafpaw's about to keep looking when a sharp pang slices through her like a claw. Oh my god, I was right! She catches her breath and tucks her chin to her chest to take the pain away. Something is wrong with Squirrel Flight. Something is troubling her. And Leafpaw doesn't know what it could possibly be. I like to think that this is like The patrol that had come home safely. Hmm? It's like that boob pain you get sometimes that kind of, like, catches your breath. Like, yeah. I like to think that's what the feeling is. I don't know where in a cat that would happen, but y'all know what I mean. Teats? Maybe? <laughs> yes. Okay, so the patrol had come home safely, and their search had been a success. So what is this mix of shock and anger she feels from her sister? Straight up, what could have happened? It's been two minutes. Oh, Brambleclaw. Ah. Right. No, she doesn't realize that yet. So Sorrel like, dude, you good? And Leafpaw says yes, yeah. and is grateful for that the amount of noise around them means Sorrel can't hear her voice shake. Yeah, just some mysterious boob pain. It's fine. <laughs> Sorrel joins her to look for Squirrel Pipe. Squirrel Pipe? I don't know. I don't know what that was. I apologize. Um, Sorrowtail joins her to look for Squirrel Flight. She can't wait to hear about their new home. Yeah. And Leafpaw sees her sister speaking animatedly to a group of ThunderClan cats. That's good. And there certainly doesn't seem to be anything wrong now. But Leafpaw hadn't mistaken the lightning strike of anger and dismay that had jolted through her. Squirrelpaw is describing the camp to her audience. She's doing a great job at sounding normal, but Leafpaw can feel the waves of unhappiness coming off her. Oh, her eyes are too wide, too bright. Boo. I'm she mad at Brambleclaw for ruining this. She was in her element. She loves attention. Right? Well, she keeps looking around as if trying to spot someone who wasn't there. And Leafpaw realizes the missing cat was Brambleclaw. He must be talking to their other clanmates. Yeah, definitely not like going to go find his evil brother. Hopefully not. Well, Dustpelt, so back to, back to Squirrel Flight and her audience. Dustpelt asks if the hollow is empty. He's with Ferncloud while Birchkit plays with Tall Poppy's kits. 
and he says it would be just like squirrel flight to expect them to set up camp in a badger set. <laughs> squirrel flight's tail curls indignantly. Of all the people, he has the most right to call you out. You skipped out on your last months of training with him. Squirrel flight says, "Dust pelt, I promise I'll eat any badgers you find there." Foxes too. That is a that She'll is a big them. promise, girly. <laughs> I believe in her. I believe in my girl. Uh, yeah, I guess. But they didn't scent anything of the sort, so you know there shouldn't be any worry. They did smell old. I mean, it was a place definitely built by two legs. I feel like we should mention that. Well, Brightheart says it sounds great, and she presses her muzzle into Squirrel Flight's side. She asks how she found it. Uh, <laughs> I well, I, I I fell into it. Oh my god, I, I love her. She's oh my god, honey, you didn't have to tell the truth there. Well, Cloudtail lets out a snort of laughter. Why doesn't that surprise me? Now, look. Squirrel Flight spins around to face Cloudtail. But she's interrupted. Oh my god, that's so funny. I love that her uncle, or her... (laughs) Yeah, Cloudtail, no. Uh, No, not really, but like, basically... Oh, his he, I mean, cousin, cousin, Firestar's cousin, 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 nephew. Cousin. Oh, that is cousin. You're correct. I was like, wait a minute. Cousin. Yeah. I don't know how families work. It's your sibling's child. Yeah, some good. So that makes it your child. Yeah, some, cousin. I know. Some good old, some good old cousin jabbing. Yeah. That's what cousins are there for. If you don't have a sibling, that's what cousins are there to do. Yes. Or if your sibling is just so sweet and so good, then you need a cousin. You need a cousin to be rude to you. uh, Humble you. Yep, keep you in your spot. Well, Cinderpelt had climbed onto the stump to call the clans together. Oh. Before they separate and leave to their own territories, they need to decide where they'll hold the next gathering. Oh, that's a good point. Good job, girl. Russet. Yeah, well, Russet Fur asks if they found, if the patrols found anywhere like four trees. Oh, yeah, good. Mistyfoot. Yeah, are you two next to each other? I hope you two are next to each other. <laughs> we refuse to let this agenda Misty- die. I will, I, I'm now, it's now my favorite. Mistyfoot says no, but they didn't have time to explore everywhere properly. Yeah, there's still Little hope. Cloud insists that Star Clan will show them a place. Mothwing says they may have shown them already, and she describes the island. But we'd have to swim to get there, yeah. Mousefur protests. Okay, okay. And okay. she's not swimming in that lake ever. She's not swimming in that lake every full moon. I just. Not if all of Star Clan themselves came down to beg her. Wow. I love Mousefur. <laughs> she's like, God could come down and ask me on his knees, and I would say, no. I love that. I love that. That's the energy I want. Thank you, Mousefur. And what about the elders? Running nose croaked. Leafpaw hears murmurs of agreement. I mean, she has just her a own doubts. Everyone. Chill out, freaks. Well, yeah. Leafpaw has her own doubts, but also can't think of a better option. So, 
I mean, we honestly, guys, we've been here for two days. I don't like. It, 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 it might take longer than two days to find, like, yeah. a place to commune with God. No, this is for gatherings. Well, this is for gatherings. Well, then, but yeah. maybe the island would be a good place to commune with God. Maybe. If you can't swim, why are you a medicine cat? I, don't, I mean, it seems, I feel like a, a <gasps> swimming test is kind of rude, but not yeah. impossible. It's, it's fewer cats to get over there. And mm-hmm. leaders, I guess, also. You gotta be able to swim and climb up a mountain to be a leader. Because <laughs> those are our two options yep. right now. No, I Hawk think... Frost goes to stand next to Mothwing. Why don't we just meet back here? We all fit here. Well, first, don't you want don't you want to hear what Hawk Frost has to say? I absolutely don't. We could actually skip every single one of Hawk Frost's speaking lines for the rest of this book, and I don't think I would lose anything. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you could just, like, summarize, yeah, Hawk Frost says something rude, and I'd be like, got it, got it, got it. A Hawk Frost declares war. Got it, got it, got it. Hawk Frost says, um, this one person's hot. Got it, got it, got it. Like, that's all I need to know. I don't need to know the details of what this stupid guy has to say, but I guess go on. But I live to frustrate you. So he dips his head politely to Cinderpelt, and he suggests that he take a patrol of RiverClan to explore the island more fully. If the clans can't use it for gatherings, it sounds like the ideal place for the River Clan camp. And almost before he finished, Mistyfoot took a pace towards him. She already told him where River Clan is going to camp, she said quietly, the fur on her neck bristling. You know what, Mistyfoot? Hawk I think you should be on the cover because you beat the crap out of this guy. Wouldn't that be nice? Maybe that's how she earns her place on the cover. I mean, I don't think that's how it's going to happen, because I feel like you would have uh, waited to tell me that. Like, you would have been like, oh, maybe. Well, Hawk Frost tells her to think how safe the island would be. They would have a lake full of fish outside their dens. Has she considered that her choice of camp might be too open? The Thunder Pass she mentioned can't be far away. Mistyfoot bristles. He's doing this in front of everyone. What a what a piece of poop. What an absolute slice of scum. He is here for the drama. No, he's not here for the drama. He's here for disrespect. I hate this guy. Is he questioning her judgment? Yes. She knows what her clan needs. Yeah. What do you say, Hawk you know, Frost. outsider? I usually don't like that uh, argument, but I feel like with him it applies. You've been here for like a month. Shut up. Hawkfrost curls his lips. And Leaf Gross, Frost don't do that. Half expecting them to leap at each other. Enough, Leopard Star spat. Do they want to I'm shame on her side? River I can't Clan? believe he's making me take her side. Right? Well, she tells Hawkfrost that he can take a patrol to the island, and they'll decide about camp when he comes back. And when Hawkfrost steps back, he's surrounded by clanmates clamoring to join him. Ew. Leafpaw shivers. Seeing such an open challenge to Mistyfoot's authority was... Weird. It was weird. Hawkfrost must feel very comfortable with his place in the clan. 
because he, he just picked a fight with his deputy, not only in front of his leader, but all the other clans as well. He f- shouldn't feel so comfortable because here I come and I just like, I just, I tackle him. I tackle him to the ground. I just beat him you up. Tackle him to the ground. Yeah. I just start punching him. And, I, and I'm obviously a cat right now because I don't condone beating up a cat if you're a human. No. But if no. I'm another but cat, if you're I can a cat, beat it. you can beat up a cat. Yeah. Oh, this guy sucks. And it looks like Cinderpelt is sharing this concern. I can't imagine. I just imagine that Cinderpelt has like, you know that, you know that face people make when they're just like, oh my God, you like, like you don't smell like crap, but like your personality does. Like I can just see her pulling like the most face ever nasty because i mean she doesn't Mm -hmm. she doesn't really have to control her uh she is she is controlling her you know facial expression but oh yeah god this guy i wish i could i wish i could be there and be like this guy blows and what's he gonna do because he never what a tool he always his bark is bigger than his bite every time he's like "Mm, i say something rude no one ever like just starts beating the crap out of him i honestly think he needs the crap beat out of him a little bit more because it's acceptable in their culture that they could just be like oh talk (laughs) i wish i could say it uh you know talk talk a little bit and you'll get hit you know i I just feel (laughs) like he needs to get beat up more somewhat but the yeah. thing is misty foot's like too respectable to do that and you know because she kind of has her own sort of challenges to her role so she's not gonna you know do that yeah so i just think i just think it's time for me to make myself insert oc i'm a river clan cat i have one green eye one one brown eye i um have a mystical connection to a uh, star clan but i am not a, a medicine cat and i just beat the crap out of hawk frost that's just me i just show up at the end of every chapter and i'm just beating him up and then i disappear and everyone's like who is that who is that and they don't i don't ever appear except for at the end of every chapter they say and then that mysterious cat beats the crap out of hawk frost and like it could be the middle of she's a battle big, she's buff and she's beating him up it could be the middle of a battle it could be the middle of a birthing scene it could be the middle of like a nighttime rendezvous <laughs> between two lovers and there's just me just walloping hawk frost in the background yeah, yeah. constantly yeah. and it's just like i'm here for it are they gonna explain this are the authors gonna explain this no but it's what he deserves. No. He's such a little... Well, you should write this self-insert fan fiction where you're just in the background of every it's, scene. It's not even like a fan us. fiction. It's just literally copy-paste and then Brennan, Bren, Cat Brenna is beating up Hawk Frost. Just stick, tack that onto Uh-oh. the end of every chapter. And that's the fan fiction. Her name, her name is Brenna Fist and she's beating <laughs> him up. <laughs> That's her warrior cat name. The, the oh, to Bredafist. Okay, let's let's keep going, or else I'm just gonna keep talking well, about how much I want to beat him up. Well, do you want to take a break and hit us with a cat fact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's let 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 you cool down a little. Yo ho, ahoy, a vast and a lot ship words. Uh huh. <laughs> scurvy i guys it's time to get back on board of uh, the ss loud belly 
because we are off to a new destination and um, what's funny is I did have an option that would have been closer to Japan we could have chosen but I've decided to just keep it up uh, and we're gonna go we are going to go. I want to spend as long as I can on this boat. With yeah. You, instead, we're gonna Greece. we're gonna go so take a me different, far and a wide. totally different direction, and we're gonna go to the Greek island of Syros. S Y R O. I hopefully I'm saying that okay. If I did not Google it, I'm sorry. I should have. Anyway, we're gonna go to this Greek island. It is beautiful. It's gorgeous. And in the early 2000s, a couple... Gorgeous. Huh? Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Oh, wait, I didn't put... Ignore me. I didn't really... Tell me the I tale. didn't really finish the, the entry. But anyway, uh, the gang planks down. Let's go. I don't know if that's what, what it's called. <laughs> um, anyway, in the early 2000s, the couple, uh, a Danish artist named Joan R. Bowell and her British author husband, Richard A. Bowell, visited uh, the island Syros in Greece... Um, and while it's a, was a gorgeous island surrounded by the Aegean Sea, uh, what caught their attention, um, was not the view or the food. Um, it was the, the, the awful condition of the stray cats living on the island. Oh. Uh, Cyrus has a human population of about 25,000 and there are approximately 3,000, uh, stray or feral cats on the island. Uh, many, if not most, are unneutered and unspayed, and a variety of illnesses and starvation plagues them. Um, some locals have oh. taken on the unfortunate um, and somewhat cruel ways of disposing of the animals because they're just kind of unwanted. Wow. Um, uh, and Joan and Richard, they ended up moving to Syros in the 2010s, and after only one year of living there, Joan had saved about 30 cats. Um, and soon their home was... Just in her living room? Pretty much. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Their home was soon overrun, and due to the Greek financial crisis, no assistance was coming to them from any source. Uh, their efforts Yikes. pretty much almost doomed them to financial ruin. Uh, their power got cut off at one point. Um, oh, they had wow. to ask the vets who were helping them to help them for free, which was hard for them to do. Um, they, at one point, they mentioned a 10 euro bill, like, flew into their yard, and they were so excited about it, they were able to eat that day because of the 10 euros. Wow. Um, and, and these guys were, like, in their 50s. Like, this was, uh, but, and, and they, they're rather, rather successful, but their efforts to save these cats just almost, you know, draw them into ruins. Yeah. It's very expensive to care for animals. Um, but yes. they, they persevered. Don't get them unless you can afford them. They persevered, and, um, you know, Joan, she sold drawings at one point to help pay for the rescue, mm -hmm. um, and they were just doing whatever they could to help afford it. Um, eventually, their efforts paid off, and with a sponsorship program established in 2015, and then the sanctuary itself uh, officially recognized in 2018 as a uh, official uh, charity, um, they were established as God's Little People, which is the cutest name for a sanctuary I've ever heard. Uh, mm. They tell the story in full on their website, but basically humans are God's big people and animals are God's little people. <laughs> you know, we they matter just as Aww. much as a human does. They're just a little bit smaller than us. 
Um, yeah. And this establishment, um, eventually, you know, they, Richard ha- had to move to New York at one point, um, because he works with the UN. He's actually an author, um, of a, let me pull it up. Uh, he's an author of the book, um, An Urgent Plea for the, from the Future, um, and it, it's a companion mm. book to the UN's 17 Sustainable Development Goals. Um, but at one point uh, in 2018, they were going to have to move to New York, but they were like, oh, we can't just leave the sanctuary. Um, so they ended up posting mm-hmm. an, an ad uh, for someone to come live on the island, you know, free room and board. Uh, you know, you would only be paid approximately like $600 a month but you'd be taking care of 55 cats and living on a Greek island. Uh, and Sounds like my dream. And, and literally the, the job posting says, this is not a joke. Like, we're not joking. Um, and it, it wasn't just, it didn't just sound like a dream to you. It, it went viral. People found out about this and they ended up getting 40,000 applications. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Eventually, the role was given to uh, Jeffine Telson, who had previous uh, decades of experience with cat rescues. Um, she's not listed mm-hmm. on their website right now, so I don't know if she's still with um, the sanctuary. It's possible, um, you know, mm-hmm. 2018, 2019, a lot happened between then and now that she that, perhaps had yeah. to go home. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> right, because uh, she was from the U.S. originally. But uh, the sanctuary is still going strong. I'm going to link to their website. Um, they have a breakdown of each person who is part of the sanctuary and what they do. Um, they not only care mm-hmm. for um, the cats that people can no longer care for, they also have permanent residence. At, it is a no-kill shelter, so uh, sick and disabled cats elderly cats who have no homes will live there permanently for the rest of their lives and they also have efforts to trap neuter and release uh tnr program for the strays and feral cats still on the island um and yeah you can support them i will have a link to their website i do believe they have a store on their website um and you can check it out. They have a cat cafe as well. And oh. yeah, on their on their shop, they have greeting cards uh, done by Joan herself. Um, and, and she's a, a very, a very fun artist. Her stuff reminds me a lot of like, um, like boutique art that you would see that your mom would love this art, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> but she's a very talented artist. And her husband's obviously... A very successful writer and it's fantastic that they use their success um it did not limit it to just themselves but also you know just these cats that they saw on an island one day on vacation were like we have to move here yeah. and save these cats um, <laughs> and yeah my girlfriend brother pray i never find an island full of cats in need yeah it's they they have on the website it's over <laughs> um oh i almost forgot also, in 2021, uh, their story was featured on Netflix documentary. Um, it, I believe Which documentary. It is called Cat People. I believe it's still on Netflix. I believe there's an episode dedicated to them. Oh. I didn't have a chance to watch it. Um, but their story is told 
in full on this Netflix documentary. I still, I believe it is still available. It's called um, Cat People and just look for the uh, episode that has to do with God's uh, little little people or the Syros, uh, Cir- the Greek island. So, Cat People, I got, I, I don't know what we're doing tonight. <laughs> yeah, let me know. Watch some cat documentaries. Yeah, let me know how it is. So, um, yeah, so that that is Ahoy. That is our that's our third stop on this cruise. Oh, it's so it's so wonderful sailing with you, Brenna. I mean, it's not really sailing. Such a great captain. Yeah, I don't, I but, guess we haven't really boating. gone over the specs of this boat. It could just be the two of us paddling. Yeah, it's probably just the two of us in a rowboat. I like to think that we're a big old boat. Real Disney style cruise. There's just like a bunch of cats, and there's like a library yeah. of all of the Warrior Cats books in every language they've been published in. Oh, that'd be so cool! Yes, it, it, oh, absolutely the impossible covers. dream to have oh. a Warrior Cats cruise. Not even fiscally possible. Oh but. my gosh, it's not, but it'd be great, y'all. Yeah. We 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 can we'll cross be over on the imagination bridge and pretend. You 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 fly on out here. We'll sit on some inner tubes in my apartment pool, and that's our warrior cat cruise. You come here, and we can go down the Apple River <laughs> and be attacked by spiders. Oh, my boss has a boat. We could be on a boat. Yes. Oh my god. When I visit you, we have to go on a boat and like take a photo and be like the cruise. This is it. The warrior. We'll bring Wait, a book. It, does your boss has is your boss the named the boat? Cruise. Ooh, I don't you know. You could, I, ask your boss to name their boat Loud Belly. The USS Loud Belly? Just SS, not USS. Oh, sorry. I don't know what the difference the is. The SS Loud Belly. But, th- we I don't know, what does SS it? stand for? I don't know, I don't Sailing ship Loud Belly? <laughs> okay. We got, but let's keep on with the podcast instead of showing people how much we don't know about boats. Okay. That's true, that's true, because they're not going to trust you to captain. <laughs> the captain? Aren't you? I w- I thought you I was taking I, us on this cruise. Who's driving? I'm this the boat? tour guide. I've I've just been the tour guide this whole time. What are you talking about? Oh no! Who's driving this boat? Obviously, don't they don't know where they're going because we just went from uh Amsterdam to Japan to to Greece. This is not a good. This is like taking. We need a we need a better navigator. <laughs> I think I'm the navigator. We need to fire our navigator. Uh-oh, that's oh god! Weird. You're the navigator and the tour guide who's driving. Someone else. All right, are you okay? Firestar. <laughs> Firestar. Tell the podcast. Go with the podcast. Let's do the podcast. Oh my god! All right, so we just had this really um uncomfy interruption. Yeah, that was um that was very I. Uh no, I spent like twenty minutes talking. Nobody about had a good time with up, that, so it's fine. We can move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Cinder Pelt said, where shall we meet for the next gathering? She's still <laughs> up back there, to I my original Yeah, she's still on this stump. She's still on this stump trying to get an answer. Oh my god. And Firestar, because you and Firestar are on the same wavelength, is just like, let's just come back here unless uh, Star Clan tells us otherwise. Honestly, it's the simplest yeah? solution because we, yeah. we have not... We've not explored enough. 
Exactly. I know this stump isn't quite big enough for the four of us, but we'll we'll get by. We we'll could deal. take turns. I know we haven't, but we could, guys. Because, yeah. Well, Mudclaw says this is not a good idea because we're too close to two, the two-leg nest on the other side of Horse Place. Have you seen any two-legs there? Well, yeah. Blackstar says, well, that can't be helped. And Firestar says they've been here two days and nights and haven't had so much of a sniff of a two-leg. But if he has a better idea, I'd love, love to, to hear, hear it, it. Blackstar. Lay it on us. Yeah. No, this is Mudclaw. This is Mudclaw. Oh, God. Shut up, Mudclaw. No. You're not the leader. <laughs> Get... I hate you don't him. Even... You're not even supposed to be here. Well, Mudclaw says, suit yourself. The great Firestar's word is law, as always. What is your problem? You're who gave you an cool? Okay, what is up? Who, who, who made you guys, like, decide that you can talk out of your station? I remember, I remember a couple of years ago, we would never, we would never have a deputy talk over his leader and have a warrior talk over their deputy. Where's the respect? Kids these days, your generation, no respect. Kids these days, on their cell phones, just, just All they're doing is their yik yaks and their talk ticks and their... And, or is Yik Yak back? Is that a thing again? Um, I've never touched Yik Yak. Uh, neither have I. And they're tweeters. But Caitlin did say something about her little sister doing a Yik Yak. So maybe it's back. I don't know. What are the you Has doing? Snapchat died? I hope Snapchat died. No, I use Snapchat now all the time. Oh, I hope you're not sending me Snapchats. I don't have that installed. I do send you some Snapchats, actually. I've had sometimes Snapchat on accident. For I hope you don't get anything. Now, yeah, I know. Sometimes, I, actually, I accidentally hit yours when I'm trying to hit send. That's okay. So, Aw, thanks for thinking of me. I don't know. There's some fun stuff on there. Some good cat videos. You might want to get on Snapchat and look at my cat. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe. All right. So, we're going to meet back here at this stump. It's a good idea. I mean, it's our only idea. It's our only idea, so it's got to be good. <laughs> the cats begin to slip back into the shadows. <laughs> That's hilarious. Whom? Whom? We appear, we disappear. <laughs> we should do this more often. We probably get time? murdered less. They just murder each other. Yeah, that's, well, if they if everyone was pulling disappearing games, maybe if we got better at hide and seek. I'm just saying, if if a clan Fun. comes to invade and you're all hiding, what's their what are they gonna do? Exactly, just take over. Probably. Pro pro probably, I think there's a little flaw there. In, well, that's when you just uh, attack, plan, but. We can workshop yeah, it. Workshop it. Ferncloud tells Birchkit that it's time to rest. They have a long journey ahead of them tomorrow. Where? Well, Birchkit asks if Toadkit, Applekit, and Marshkit can come too. Oh no! But Tall Poppy says they belong in Shadow Clan. 
They'll have their own territory now. Oh, so no one told me there was a Birch toe kit. Ki- I'm kidnapping that baby. Right after That's I your baby right now. after I beat the crap out of Hawk Frost. And also she keeps taking toe You're gonna kit. come you, you just swoop in, beat the crap out of Hawk Frost, and steal a baby. Well, I just like I'm like her fairy godmother. I just like take her on cool yeah. road trips. I'm like this. Yeah is a tool can you imagine i give i give i give toad kit a gun <laughs> this is gonna end all battles don't give us your leader oh my gosh birch kit wails that it's not fair all four kits huddle together staring at their mothers with big pleading eyes this is sad birch kit says if they can't come he doesn't want to go no Leafpaw flinches. They're so innocent. They had no idea how different their lives had been from everyone else. Man. Their earliest memories would be of starving in the forest. Every cat fearing for their lives. That's not too different from a lot of these kids. (laughs) Like, a lot of these grown-ups grew up that way. And I gotta say, it will be hilarious to see these uh, beloved friends beat the crap and kill each other in a couple years. Yeah, right. I know. They're not technically supposed to kill each other. And then what and but what happens? Oh, well, but, they do. but what happens? Murder. Well, it, it was every cat fearing for their lives until they found new friends when the clans joined together. They didn't know clan rivalry or being a warrior in the service of one clan. They hardly knew there were four clans at all. Babies. Well, Ferncloud tells him not to be so silly. She gives him a sympathetic lick on the ear and says they'll see each other at gatherings once they're apprentices. It won't be the same. You're right. Toadkit muttered. It never will be. I want the dad to show up and be like, you're disrespecting your mom. Do you have any idea what she's been through? Your brother almost died. It was rough. Well, Birchkit says there are no other ThunderClan kits for him to play with. Uh, looks like mom and dad got a gut <sighs> Just kidding. Don't put their mom Burn through that. And... Someone else. Are there any couples no. right now? Um, I mean, we got Cloudtail and Brightheart. They're kids and apprentice. They they can have a couple um, more kids. <laughs> they could pop out a few more. They, they're young. Very young and wonderful. Um, do they have any other couples? Because then there's Dustpelt and Ferncloud, but like, let's. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, they can. They've just been through a lot. They've just been through yeah, a lot. Yeah, I don't think like, they need a baby band aid there. Um, no. Um, Sandstorm and Firestar. You're gonna look at me. You're gonna look at me. You're gonna look at me after I've been introduced to Leafpaw and uh squirrel flight and say you're gonna look at them and be like yeah have more kids uh the second she popped out those kids uh sandstorm tied her tubes herself like (laughs) medically it was a miracle it shouldn't have been possible but by the she just like told her tubes you are now tied and they did themselves yeah she's like this is enough right here this is too much (laughs) yeah this is actually she's like i I thought i was getting one Ferncloud and Tall Poppy looked to each other with genuine regret in their eyes. 
It wasn't just their kits who had made strong friendships across clan boundaries. Tall Poppy gathers her kits with a sweep of her tail and tells them to say goodbye. Toad Kit and Marsh Kit say goodbye, while Apple Kit darted up to Birch Kit to touch her nose. All the kit names are so cute right now. Marsh Kit, Toad Kit, Apple Kit. Apple Kit? All I can think is like a little, ow, I just want crunch. I smell a little apple juice. (laughs) Goodbye, Birch Kit says, staring (gasps) after his friends. This is so sad. He follows his mother tail drooping they're they're so stupid they don't understand i know i feel like this is one of those moments where i feel like the book is like trying to make a point that's like maybe too big for its britches like sometimes (laughs) i think like sometimes i think these books are like here's here's a statement could it be political but honestly, most of the statements I make are just like war bad, which is just like an acknowledged truth. <laughs> Fighting not good. Friends, friends better. Yeah, got it. Thornclaw is saying goodbye to one whisker and Ashfoot of Wind Clan, and he jumps guiltily when he sees Leafpaw watching. No, it's fine. But Leafpaw goes to touch his nose with hers you think and she- tells him that it's okay. She just doesn't care. It's hard to give up new friends like this. Yeah, you get to keep your friends. And she thinks that she's... Well, yeah, she's like, I'm one of the lucky ones, because she can still be friends with Mothwing. We're medicine cats. We can be friends forever. Cool. Sure. Well, Leafpaw's gonna go see if Cinderpelt needs help with anything. And on on her way, she comes across Crowfeather dealing with an elder. What? He tells Rushtail that Wind Clan is gathering further downhill. <laughs> if he stays here, he'll get mixed up with Thunder Clan. So, <laughs> Thunder Clan never did him any harm. <laughs> Rushtail is not moving a paw step until he's had something to eat. Great Star Clan, Crowfeather says, rolling his eyes. Leafpaw asks if she can help. Because she's kind of wondering, like, is Rushtail being stubborn or do you actually feel too weak to move? You know, like, maybe he's just covering it up. When Crowfeather turns to her, his eyes are cold. He doesn't need any help from ThunderClan. Thanks. You almost got a point! You almost got a point, Crowpaw! Crowfeather! You almost got a point there because I thought it was so cute that you were dealing with... It was okay. I'm sorry. I do see why some people would be fans. That is pretty adorable. But come on, dude, don't bite the hand that feeds you. I'm sorry, Leafpaw says, trying not to show how angry she was. Take it easy, Crowfeather, Squirrel Flight says. There's no need to be so prickly. Crowfeather tells her that the journey is over. They need to remember that they belong to different clans now. Squirrelflight snorts. He always was a difficult furball. She won't stop him if he wants to make everything harder than it needs to be. 
but he needs to watch it when he talks to her sister. That's all. She's like, you can be a tool. Just you not can't to be her. a tool to my sister. That's the sibling rule. Yeah. Well, Crowfeather mumbled something that may have been an apology. And says that he can manage Rushtail on his own. Thanks. Crowfeather asks him that if he fetches him some fresh kill, will he move? I might, Rushtail says, settling himself more comfortably, as long as it's good and plump. He's not getting his point back, folks. Squirrelpaw. No. Squirrelpaw asks if Leapaw's coming with her. And Sorreltail bounds over to her. She asks if that was Crowfeather. His tongue is as sharp as a fox teeth. Tooth. Teeth? As sharp as a fox's teeth. Was he giving her trouble? She'll sort him out for her. And her eyes gleam in anticipation. Sorreltail's like, is he giving my girl trouble? How dare he? How dare he? How my dare girl he? trouble? Only I can give my I'm girl trouble. Beat him up. I'm gonna go beat him up for you, Leafpaw. I love you. I love her. Well, Leafpaw touches her friend's shoulder with her tail and tells her that he's fine. But she knows that's not entirely true. Because Leafpaw can't think of any herb that would heal his broken heart. Womp womp. Leafpaw. Leafpaw. He does that enough on his own. You don't need to do that. Right? Like, gosh. Also, gosh, does Leafpaw even know? He'll be fine. Everybody knows Feathertail's dead. I know, but like... She just sees the hurt in him. She just no, sees that's stupid. Hurts. I say that her sister told her what happened because, like, I can't imagine those two keeping like anything from each other. Right? Like, oh yeah, they were like together, and they both like, oh tea. <laughs> no, honestly, the night after they got together, she's like, sit down. I need to tell you all the hot goss. First, me and Brambleclaw, totally <laughs> a thing. Um, second, Leaf Paw, and then like, ooh, actually, yeah. Gosh, no, I, uh, uh, like, the book didn't say it, but I, I know the truth. You know, you know that's that Squirrel Flight sat down and Yeah, of course, all the, it just sold all the hot goss. It, it yeah, just, it, obviously. It makes it more sense than literally anything else. You know, Leaf Post is very observant. She just, you know, sees his heartbreak. No, stop. Every it's day. not stupid. That's stupid. No. <laughs> Well, I think that's all I can put you through today. Thanks. I'll take you on a roller coaster next week. I appreciated it. I definitely had a fun time hating. Hating. You'll hate him for many, many, many more books. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Hawkfrost. That's who I hate. (laughs) Yes. I've mind-wiped it from my memory. Anyway, guys, if you want to join the hate train, uh... Frost, or if you love him, I guess you can come too. Jump onto the train. We were ships and trains. Oh my! Um, <laughs> trains, planes, and automobiles, and a ship. Uh, 
You should keep up with us on Twitter or Instagram at WCWITCast, or you can email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, best way you can do that is to share it with a friend and be like, hey, uh, there's two jerks and a himbo in this episode, and you get to decide which one's the himbo and which two are the jerks. Because <laughs> I'm Ember Hart. And I'm Tangled Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.